Okay, it is February of 2023, and we are entering the quantum realm when Scott Lang and Hope Van Dyne, along with Hope's parents, Hank Pym and Janet Van Dyne, and Scott's daughter Cassie, are accidentally sent to the quantum realm. They soon find themselves exploring the realm, capital R, interacting with strange new creatures. This, the movie, is... Ant-Man and the Wasp, colon, Quantumania. You've reached Hall in Mockery. Well, we saw Antum, Antimania, Quantum, and the Wops. Mm-hmm. What? Let's just. I haven't talked to you about it yet. Nope. Should we get into our non-spoiler reaction, and then we'll get into the spoilers for all the people that care? Yes, maybe people have stumbled upon this on accident. They said, "I'm just going to listen to a yeah podcast about Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantum Mania," and then they realized I haven't seen it yet. What if they spoil something? <laughs> We'll give them our honest feedback without giving them our honest feedback. Yes. What is your big problem with the movie? <laughs> what? <laughs> what makes you think I have a problem with the movie? Oh, just uh, no, no reason. I don't have any problems with it either. Big problems come in small packages. Mm-hmm. Yes. No, the heard. the the film, of course, is flawed in many ways. But ultimately, uh-huh. I had fun while watching it. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's my big reaction. My big reaction is that it falls into the category of I, can, I can't see any movie ever anymore. Every movie is dark. <laughs> no matter yeah. how dark they make the theater, it's never dark enough. Mm-hmm. For I don't know who's doing the color grading of these films. But they just seem to, I don't know what sort of pitch black room they sit in to make these. (laughs) I can't see anything. But other than that, at the end of the day, oh, you're going to, you want to interrupt? Well, I was going to say, I actually had no problem with this one. But I was in a theater that actually uh, respected. Well, the last movie review we had, I was in a bad theater. This time I was in the big theater where they care about the movie. They project it correctly and they turn the lights down so i i had a fine time seeing the film but I this was yeah this was better than knock at the cabin i made sure to pick a good theater but yeah i like the movie <laughs> aha <laughs> <laughs> all right well that's enough of that now let's get into why we hated the movie okay so they kill hank <laughs> <laughs> i know hey, maybe they here. should have yeah <laughs> No, okay, should we go through it? Yeah. Um, the movie comes after this is the third Ant Man film. Yeah. And now it's actually Ant Man and the Wasp. Yeah. First one is just Ant Man, then we have Ant Man and the Wasp, and now they're sticking with that. It's no more one man band. And I bet the next one Mm -hmm. they might be adding a third. (laughs) You know if you know what I mean. I I hope so. Because someone else has a suit, and that's very funny. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um hmm. 
the wasp you know they they threw the, the wasp on to the second one yeah. she's not really a part of the second one no and then they just kind of had to keep it as the title it was kind of a i i i fear it was kind of a what what we like to call a virtue signal mm-hmm. because when ant-man and the wasp came out they were kind of in the in the era of people being like well you have 20 movies and all of them star men mm-hmm white men and, and like, well no we, actually yeah. we have and the wasp yeah that's that people were right and so they just they mm-hmm. tag it on there but i don't think um she's never had much to do right so that's the problem yeah they just say so, well here it is she's she's on the poster which is funny because i see a lot of backlash about that for this movie where it's mm-hmm. like it's called Ant-Man the Wasp, and she's barely even in the movie. Mm-hmm. From the people who I'm sure were upset that they added <laughs> her to the title for the second one. You can't win. You can't win with it. That's that's my big takeaway from this movie, mm-hmm. just to go right to the end. Marvel is in a place where they cannot, whatever they do, they are going to be a, li- a little bit losers. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, you look at the box office and you're like, well, no, they're doing fine. But fan reception is down. The Marvel sector There's, is doing fine. <laughs> the The critic ratings are down. Everyone's down on this movie. But I think it's really more just a reaction to the last few projects that they've been putting out. And this is just the one where finally everyone said, uh-uh, we're not, we're not taking it anymore. That kind of happened with Thor 4. Which mm. I still haven't seen for anyone out there that's listening. Sorry, <laughs> wrong show. Wrong show. <laughs> for anyone out there that's listening, I haven't seen Thor four. I know I'm it's not. True. A, I'm not being the biggest Marvel head. It's true. I'm not being the biggest Marvel head, but I I need a break from some of this stuff. Landon can gulp it down like it's like it's ramen in the bargain bin. Yeah, well, because it's like two hours every six months. Yeah, I can I can handle that. It's not a huge deal. That it, it's it's not some Herculean task to watch a movie. So the people that um. do <laughs> that do get so upset, it's too much. They're doing too much. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, I get <laughs> maybe maybe they are, and the the quality is waning because the quantity is up. But it's also what you what are you going to do instead mm-hmm. of two hours at the movies? Are you going to go? sit on your couch and watch two hours of uh uh what's that show where they the the old the very old guy is mad at the younger guy but they're the same guy and they own a pawn shop and then there's a younger guy of the older guy mm-hmm. and they're all basically versions of the same guy yelling at each other what's that show uh sanford and son yeah so you're gonna watch two hours of that or you can go mm-hmm. you know once every six months to the movies and watch a fine little cgi romp yeah i but that's the thing i think people thought thor love and thunder was sort of an isolated incident they said taika too much yeah you're having too much fun you still need to the reason they fire edgar wright from the first ant-man right they say you are not doing our thing and he's like what what are you talking about and he's like everyone's eating the ice cream we get it with the ice cream yeah and but then they let this guy do whatever he wants, and everyone goes, no, 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 no. Yeah, 
But now I think we're seeing it's not just him. It's sort of where do we go after 10 years of building to this big climactic, climactic, mm-hmm. climactic. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I want some Clamato juice. Head to ClamatoJuice.com and put yeah. in our offer code Abe Vagoda and you will get 10% off your next order of Clamato juice. By the way, did you see I'm wearing my teeny weeny beanie in honor of Paul Rudd? That scared me because your screen, f- and we're in person together, yeah. but your screen froze up and all of a sudden you had a huge hat on. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, let's, I, I want to get into the diagnosing the bigger Marvel picture okay. uh, later, but let's just get into the movie. So let's go through it, right? Yeah. We start, we're set up with a lot of, are we going to criticize actually, it throughout? Yeah. <laughs> but I have one question. So you... Have you watched Loki, the show on Disney Plus? No, I did. I wanted to ask. I think did I ask you beforehand if I needed to watch it? Did you? Because I saw I read a an article that was like, here's kind of what you need mm-hmm. to watch. I rewatched Ant Man and the Wasp before mm-hmm. this one, mm-hmm. but it said I need to watch uh, Loki, and it said that he's in that movie as a as a different character. Jonathan Majors is in it yes. as something he who remains dorcas uh, yeah whatever which is kang yeah it's so all that's, versions of kang that's when See? i went uh-oh because i didn't know if that was gonna be confusing to me or the person with whom which i live who doesn't care right <laughs> well that's what i wanted to ask was it confusing because i have a theory no. that it wasn't no yeah. your theory is right <laughs> i i fear that for a lot of people they are turned off by the idea that, well, there's too much stuff. I can't keep track. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of the narrative that is getting pushed by a lot of critics and stuff where it's like, there's too, there's too much now, which I agree with on Mm -hmm. the level of too much means not enough, uh, money and like over overseeing of quality. Mm -hmm. But every single thing that people, even end game, you could watch that. In fact, I made someone watch. <laughs> I made someone watch that, who Jeez. has never seen a no. single Marvel movie. Oh, yeah. Unfortunately, I was there to witness this. Yes, and although I believe he did fall asleep for part of it, uh-huh. he he enjoyed it and said, "I probably should have seen some of the other ones, but it was good, and I w- I wasn't really lost." I th- I think that Marvel does a pretty good job of kind of tidily mm-hmm. explaining things pretty much as, you know, here here's where we're at and then now this movie. Especially with these, I feel like Ant-Man has this one has voiceover, mm-hmm. a lot of voiceover, which is it's a book. He's you know, he's reading from his book, so that's kind yeah. of the joke. Cuz at the beginning I was like, oh, we're just doing voiceover now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Of, you know, I give this one a little leeway because it's one of the lighter films. But even mm-hmm. in the last Ant-Man, I feel like I haven't seen the first one since it came out. And I feel like they do a pretty good job of putting into the script, reminding people, you know, a little bit of explanation of things you need to remember. Mm-hmm. And that comes into this one too, like Darren, the B guy, you know, yeah. there's just a little reminder and a huge flashback sequence. Mm-hmm. But they, other than the, the the end credit stingers, that's yeah. where it's. If I hadn't known he was in Loki, 
Yeah. I guess I would think that he's going to be in season two. That's where right. I would be confused. Which is fine, though. Yeah, because I, I don't care. I, I got to see <laughs> Owen Wilson in his mustache. Yeah, so but I'm like okay. even even if you didn't even know the existence of the Loki show, mm-hmm. you would see a scene that you know that Jonathan Majors is Kang, and then you yeah. saw he is a bunch of different versions of Kang, and then you see that he's an old-timey version of Kang. Yeah. And you see... Even if you don't know who Loki is, you see people reacting to it. But you, sh- yeah, I guess even, yes, even if you didn't know, worst case scenario, Landon, you don't know yeah. who Loki is. That's the worst I case scenario. I cannot but imagine he- a world uh, out of the multiverse that we're spinning. Thank you. I exactly. can't imagine one where I don't know who Loki is. No. Where he uses, big. they use the different font for every letter. There's a toad, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Well, anyway, okay, so we'll get into the movie now, I guess. But <laughs> I, I did and watch just it. Just to remind people, we did like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Before we get into it, we do like it. But um, I just want because that's been annoying me. Because I mm-hmm. feel like every movie, I think even Thor Love and Thunder, which I actually actively kind of despise as a movie. <laughs> but <laughs> I, I really got to see it. It's. I think even that has voiceover. Like at this point, they're kind of. Whatever. We'll get into that later. Mm-hmm. I think the the overall Marvel scheme is becoming clear to me, but I think the um the always outraged fan base mm-hmm. and and critics are looking at it through a stupid lens. So yeah. we'll we'll get to that later. But okay, we go go we go now to the movie. We open on the quantum realm mm-hmm. with what's her name? Oh, Michelle Pfeiffer. Michelle, yes. We know that, is that Janet? Yes, and her daughter is Hope. That's, okay. Yes, damn it, Janet, and then there's Hope. <laughs> She's in the quantum realm, as mm-hmm. we know. She was stuck there uh, for quite some time. She sees a little guy come out of the sky. He <laughs> helps save her. He is Kang. <laughs> he looks like a nice guy. Yeah. You're like, What oh. is this place? Yeah, you're like, oh, man, that's cool. And then we go to a funny little sequence of Paul Rudd mm-hmm. doing the voiceover. I'm Scott Lang. I'm a guy and do this and do that. And it's funny. Uh, Surprisingly, maybe only, one of the only funnier parts of the movie. They so, kind of, for the most part, dispel, other than his personality in general. Yeah. I there's mean, there's no room I, for jokes in this. I think it's one of the parts that works one Mm. of the parts that's supposed to be funny and is funny yeah i think there are other parts that are supposed to be funny but you're kind of like is this supposed to be funny i don't know some of the stuff just doesn't work yeah but this does he's reading from his book yes he's written a book where he's friends with the avengers he's letting everyone know okay and then what his daughter He's getting a call from jail. His mm-hmm. daughter is in jail. He's yeah. upset because he's a former criminal. Why is jail calling me? Why is jail calling me? <laughs> Funny. Then we meet, uh, he meets Hope at the thing and she mm-hmm. has a haircut and we're kind of like, who is that? Well, it's because she didn't get the, she didn't get the Fauci ouchie. That's So right. her hair started to fall out. Mm-hmm. And I always thought like they made her do that, but mm-hmm. then she's on the she's on the press tour and she's it was her idea. Like, she has like a silver 
She has like silver hair. She's a silver fox now. Is it almost? It doesn't look natural though. It looks like she's. I she's think, dyed her hair that color. What I've read was that she wanted to go with this look because it's closer to the comic. Comic, yeah, yeah. And then she probably dyed it like silver gray to okay. look marvelous, darling. And I told her, I said, you do look marvelous, darling. Well, of course. I mean, so she's a silver fox now, except in the movie, her hair is dark as night, uh, black as <laughs> hell, and hot as love, or whatever. Sure. She gets, uh, so she, so Cassie explains people still need help. Yes, we get a little, uh, a little, so we have a little SJW in the movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because you're like, why is she in jail? In the last movie, she goes, Dad, I could be a sidekick. And he laughs at her and she goes, Don't laugh. And then mm-hmm. you go, Oh my God. She just wants to help her dad. Now yeah. she's older and you go, Oh no, she's running with the bad kids. Well, depends on what side you're on. Yeah, I guess for the people who like that we just even said SJW, yeah. <laughs> they they will disagree with Cassie. But of course, we are on the side of Cassie. Yes, she shrinks the right? cop car because um, uh, yeah. So we're on the side of the I think of the law, right? Be it her law or the or the cop's <laughs> law. Yeah, she's not a bootlicker. She's so not she, licking no boots. She shrinks one of the bootlicker's cars, and we got you got to be mad at her, but you're not. And he's mad because he's been to jail. So we go to <laughs> dinner with the family. Dinner with the family. And uh, she kind of, and I hate to put it this way, she kind of shits all over him. Yeah. For sort of like, reasons I don't understand. <laughs> I'm not exactly sure. Well, that's what's, okay, so here's my first issue with the movie. There is a darker version of this movie that mm-hmm. is probably way better. Yeah. Where she is mad that he was gone or mm-hmm. whatever. Or she is mad, like actually mad and resentful of him because he's uh, not living up to his potential of helping people mm-hmm. because he is a hero. But what's... But- What's the timeline? What? What's the timeline? Well, let's see. Like, he's gone for, what, five years or whatever? Well, he accidentally got sucked into the quantum realm, I think, right? Yeah. At the end of Ant-Man and the Wasp. The blip happens. The blip happens. He comes back, finds her. She's Mm -hmm. old now. Mm -hmm. And then this movie happens. So why is, because he wrote a book, he's not helping people? Like, cause he's That's taking a break. I, if my dad got sucked into the quantum realm, I'd say take the I'd week. Literally give, yeah. <laughs> no, I'd say yeah. You at least a couple years, just sit back and relax. Also, what's well? That's her point, though. I guess because there's not, as we know now, or you know, at the time anyway, there's not a interdimensional sort of huge threat. Mm-hmm. But there are still people that need help. Mm-hmm. So her point is that. Um, Maybe we don't need to work on this giant, large scale, but we can work at the local level. Mm-hmm. She's more of a, um, she's not about federal government. She's about your local and state senators. She's thinking globally, but acting locally. She's a, yo- she's a local yokel and she, you know, she wants her dad to be as well. Right. 
But he says, well, that's fine. I know you want to help people, but you also can't help people from jail, mm-hmm. basically. Uh, you have to know when when and where to fight mm-hmm. because if you fight everything... He doesn't say all this. This is what I'm extrapolating and probably what would have been better <laughs> if he would have mm-hmm. at some point said, I went to jail because I was fighting what I thought was the good fight. Right? Because he he found out that his company was stealing, so he stole back from his company. I yeah. didn't rewatch Ant-Man, but I think Something that's the like gist that. of it. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so he... His, He's a robber or something. He went to jail initially because he was trying to be a little Peter Pan-esque, mm-hmm. right? I, I think I there's think more so, there. People that, are pissed off at us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I probably should have looked this up, but that's that's my memory of it. Okay, but here's the thing. Here's the other thing. When she's mad about that, he started a company called XCon mm-hmm. that helps rehabilitated like yeah prisoners. He's, Get jobs. He's he's, he, yeah. he's doing that. He's doing good work. It just so happens that he's also like kind of uh, living on riding the coattails of his. Um, he's resting on his laurels a little of, bit. He feels like he deserves a yeah. Like but, I'm an Avenger. Like you said, he does. Which he says he was like I. I saved the world against a giant purple guy or whatever yeah and it's not his fault he got sucked into a thing yeah trust me (laughs) okay so anyway so that's my also i don't necessarily like that the fun of the ant-man movies and Mm. other people have talked about this but the fun of them is always his little crew of Mm. friends louise i know you're upset (laughs) isn't there (laughs) And the rest. Yes, justice for Louise. So uh, I th- I think we could have had... We, we could have another five-minute scene of these guys, can't well, we? And we have, and I'm going to not say this right, David. <laughs> Des- <laughs> Desmachine. Desmachine. He gets yeah. to play a voice in the movie. Yeah. So why not just have have one little... They have, they have Neil Hamburger running around destroying absolutely destroying the crowds on their knees yeah by the crowd i mean me but mm-hmm. he's like you can't have you can't have louise you can't have ti come in for a half day i don't know you know i think it would have been funny but, but i guess they'll maybe they'll, they'll bring him back they'll bring him back i think it would have been it would have been funny and interesting if one of them got to be sucked in because mm. <laughs> we have so many characters in in the quantum realm already that I feel like don't go anywhere. Right. We'll get yeah, there, and we do we'll like get the movie. It's fun. It's I just fun. think with this dinner scene, I can see the writing. I can see mm-hmm. the cracks in the. I can see the matrix in front of me of them. We need to have some sort of. There needs to be some tension between right. uh, father and daughter. But that's the issue because Even if it, it doesn't could... make sense. Right. <laughs> I think they they wanted both they wanted it both ways. They want Paul Rudd and uh what's her nuts the actor. Mm-hmm. I can't think Catherine something. Catherine help it's me not out. O, it's not help O'Hara. Okay. So Catherine not O'Hara. Maybe it's not even Catherine. Newton. Newton. She's a fig. <laughs> She's like the fig. Not a great cookie, but a great fig right. product. 
And much like on my birthday, as you were saying, they want it uh, both ways. Yes. He, they want, because they have good chemistry and they are f- like fun together. Mm-hmm. They want that, but they mm-hmm. also want her to be mad at him. Yeah. yeah. You, you can't do that. You can't mm-hmm. do that. But wouldn't it be so impactful if later when he does finally make the choice to stand up uh, for the freedom fighters in the quantum realm, instead of just saying, hey, man, this isn't my fight. Mm-hmm. Because, But even then, he still doesn't. He only does it to save her. Right. It's all about her. I don't know, man. There's a, there's an e- there's a better movie in here that w- is like three three different choices away from being like a really really good. Can movie. I can I interject with something just in case? I know sometimes people uh-huh. might not listen to the whole episode. Sure, but I got to get this out there. Okay. There's a scene where he's trying to bond with her again, where they're in jail, right? They're in yes. They're in the 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 clanger, as we call it, the kanger, <laughs> the kang jail. Yeah. And he goes, ah, third time in jail. And then he says, fourth, you know, for me. And they kind of have a little bonding moment where he's like, yeah. it's okay, you're in jail. You know, isn't mm-hmm. this kind of funny? He says that, he says, third time in jail, fourth for me. The person sighs behind me sighs and goes, huh, like mother, like daughter. <laughs> One of the most baffling things I've ever like experienced. <laughs> Holy God. And I had to think about it because I'm like, I'm I must have misheard that. But I didn't because I was like, they said mother, like mother, like and then their friends didn't laugh. So <laughs> I didn't know if it was a joke. (laughs) Oh, my God. It was awesome. (laughs) Well, here, this reminds me. What happens to her mom in Ant-Man and the Wasp? Uh, Nothing. They don't move away or anything? No, because it ends with them all hugging. It's like him and uh, what's-his-face, Bobby. Why why at the end is she not there? Because they're on good terms at this point. Yeah. At the end of the movie? Don't you think? When he's having like her fake birthday party? Maybe I I just want to see Greer. Get her in the movie. Yeah. Here's what I think happened. My happiness goes up (laughs) tenfold when I see her delightful little face. So, Ant-Man and the Wasp ends with Judy Greer, delightful little face, and Bobby Cannavale. Yes. And they're hugging, right? Because he comes yeah. out and they all hug. And it's oh, yeah. one of the funny thing about their dynamic is her new husband and him like each other. Right. It's not the typical. Right. It's like that's he right. loves Scott as much <laughs> as he loves his wife. <laughs> yes. So that's fun. Nothing's that's wrong. Funny. And then he just says something about like, what would your mom think at the beginning? And I was like, right. did she die? Like. The way they made it sound, I was confused. I was like, why isn't she there? Well, wait. Well, maybe. I guess we don't know. They got. I think they got blipped, right? But they would have come back, right? Yeah. By this point, they'd be back unless something else happened. 
But anyway, I guess it doesn't really matter. But it just made me think, like, why is why is she spending so much time with these people that she doesn't know? Mm-hmm. Because then we find out that she's, for some reason, a scientist also. She's building a radio to the quantum realm mm-hmm. because she's fascinated by it. And Grandpa Jim, or whatever his name is, <laughs> Grandpa Hank, she calls him, uh-huh. is helping her. And basically gives her a suit and all this, you know, secretly is helping her do all this stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's like, would she, why? She doesn't know them, does she? Not really. Not really. It's just because her dad is dating right, the daughter that's... of this guy. And also, if my daughter was building a radio to the quantum realm, Scott is like, I am so proud of you. I would be, yeah. I would be speechless. My daughter's <laughs> the smartest person in the world. I know. Like they treat this technology like, oh, she's that, she's doing this after school, and he doesn't know anything about it. <laughs> it's like his reaction well, is just so weird. It's does she so live with like, him? Like, where where is she? Why? What is their relationship outside of this movie? It just feels that's what I don't. All of it seems very surface level, and I think we could have taken a couple more passes at the script and built out the world a little bit. Because yeah. we have time. I'm, I like that it's a two-hour movie. Mm. A lot of these movies end up being two and a half hours, and you there's a million things you could cut. This one, I think you could have used a little more, and some stuff could have been cut in the quantum realm. But this part is all rushed. It's just set up, because they get it, so quick, yeah. they get down to the basement, and she's like, don't touch that, and it explodes, and that's it. Yeah. Like, it's and just I, all I set up. With how quick they got to the quantum realm, mm-hmm. I thought for sure that Oh, the th- the stuff we've seen in the trailers is going to be like the, the first movie. act. Yeah. yeah, I thought for sure we'd come back to to the world, and Kang also would, or some something like that. Yeah, but no, we spend the rest of the movie down there, and he's a not good. <laughs> <laughs> I no, thought budget wise too. I was like, they, the whole yeah. movie can't be this. Yeah. This is well, more money we'll than Avengers that. would be. Well, and yeah. we'll get to that, won't we? <laughs> But yeah, I thought when they were trying to get back, I thought he would break into the world too. Yeah. And they'd deal with him in the real world. No. I was excited for that. Yeah. I was reaching for, to the no. screen. I was like the guy that was sitting next to me that was sitting with his head in his hands all the time. And random times throughout, he would just hold his hand out like he would go, ah, oh, and then he'd slam it down on his on his <laughs> pants. But he had his his pants were full of change. So it would just be like a bunch of change in his pocket. <laughs> But it was at points where I didn't understand. It was like the one guy's like, I don't have any holes. And he goes. Puh. And I was just like, <laughs> was he mad? S- surrounded by. <laughs> yeah, I don't. He was just like exhausted. or He couldn't he believe was, it. He has to have at least one hole. No holes. That's not like the comics. That was me when Kang wouldn't come into the real world. Yeah. The guy sitting next to me at my screening was. Mm, texting basically the whole time (laughs) which is always weird because it's always like a teenager Mm. who is there with like you came to this yeah i know it's probably not cool to like it right now for a teen but you did come you secretly came to the Mm. movie and i know that you like it because you're at the movie like you want to see what happens but you are so exasperated just it's the teenage thing i guess but 
we're all in this together. There was a teenager in mine, a, a group, a gaggle of teenagers came in at the very, right before the movie started. And I went, mm-hmm. oh, shit. Mm-hmm. And then there was one point where some people left the theater and one of them just started waving bye to them. And it made me laugh. Because I was like, <laughs> yeah. he thinks that's funny and his yeah. friends are probably laughing. Yeah. It reminds you of a few years ago when we were teenagers. <laughs> yeah. Or three or four years ago. So we get to, the, yeah, so, oh, but also, by the way, Janet is like, you did what to the quantum realm? You can't this is, send a signal to the quantum realm. Go ahead. It's the, I have the same issue. Go for ahead. two hours, it's like, just give us the information. Because it's always just like, why, like, why can't you tell us what's going on? Why can't you tell us what's going on? It's one of the most, it's used all the time in movies, yes. so it's not, but it's, it's not just this movie. It's the worst contrivance ever that a character knows what's happening, but mm-hmm. won't tell anyone else when obviously just telling them will help the whole situation. They'll obviously understand immediately. Yeah. If you're like, there's someone evil down there. We cannot, he's going to find us. Just say that. And then we'll discuss it. I know you're tra- traumatized by what happened. Because but why? Yeah. I'm trying to protect you. It's like, then tell, tell them Why? You're acting like it, like this. Yes, this is all crazy stuff that's happening. Sure. So why wouldn't they believe you if you said that? Exactly. Or like, what what do you think is going to happen? They're not going to believe you, and then they'll find out anyway. It's just like she thinks saying his name or something is gonna. I I don't know. I don't know. Because even to the point where, surprise, we get Mister Bill O'Murray in the film. <laughs> And she's still talking to him and like won't just tell them. She just right. They're all on their own green screen, like on separate days. He's <laughs> yeah, just yeah. talking to her and she's just staring at him for ten minutes. And then Michael mm-hmm. Douglas is like somewhere. He's in his basement. <laughs> like he didn't even come in. They sent him the gear. I think him and Bill Murray must hate each other. I would. seem like he's like, like I'm Bill not Murray. coming the day that Bill's there. <laughs> it's not gonna happen. Yeah. And they're like, do you want us to write your hearing aid into the movie? (laughs) (laughs) Yes or no? (laughs) I I was wondering if they were going to address the fact that it's just very obvious that he's wearing a hearing aid. I was going to bring it up on the, I was like, in my notes, it was going to be like, was this a character thing? Then at the end, we finally get, we find out whatever. Yeah. But okay. So. Yeah, she will not tell them what's going on. We as the audience know what's going on. So what's the point of not telling right. them? Like, you're not surprising yeah. us when you say Kang's down there. We right. know. We're we know, idiots which, that go to these movies. But if it's a... And we've seen the trailer. Like, That's what I, I mean. It's not yeah. like... It's not an M. Night Shyamalanian co- twist. Of course, even if we don't know... We know because we've seen a movie before. Right, right. That's what I hate about any movie, not just this one. That's like, well, to build suspense, we'll hold off. Just just tell us or make a better movie mm-hmm. because it does it's no just, good. We have to. They. It's almost like they don't have the story to expand. And I think that's what we're talking about is like yeah. cutting some parts out where it's just expanding the story for for this the i don't know for for length yeah because it would have been in my opinion just my opinion my opinion we don't get enough of hope and janet which we got no hope <laughs> <laughs> 
the whole, I think the, the reason they're trying to, to do this, mm-hmm. they're trying to create tension between Hope and Janet mm-hmm. because they have something from the other movies where like they like each other, but also are mad at each other or whatever. And the, and Hank mm-hmm. where like Hope was mad at Hank because their, her mom died and, but actually she was alive and all this stuff. Right. Yeah. So you take everyone's familial issues and you magnify them by making them smart in the quantum realm and you and you split them up you have one family there and you have Paul and Cassie or Scott and Cassie on their own journey figuring out their issues you have the Van Dyne Pym family in the other side of the realm figuring out their their issues fine that's fine or you just let it be Ant-Man and his mm. daughter which is the story that you want to tell like obviously i don't think they were committed really to either story enough for so just pick one mm-hmm. we don't need the whole family yeah no i yeah <laughs> because you and you also see them going through the same and we'll get here because i got something to say about this too but like they have to drink the goo yes and then we go to the other family and they have to drink the goo it's like (laughs) i what did i come here to watch a mirror no i came here to watch a movie yes yes i think that got some other people in the theater were saying that too they're like is this a mirror or a movie right because i'm watching just pick one right we or do it together i guess i don't know or do yes you can have them all together together after whatever yeah and and nothing really is gained either way. Mm-mm. Like uh, Scott and Cassie meet up with some freedom fighters, mm-hmm. and we have a couple characters that seem interesting and like, oh, this might pay off that a guy can read people's thoughts mm-hmm. and a guy doesn't have holes. And of those two characters, you think, well, probably the guy that can can read people's minds, he'll come in handy. Mm-hmm. No, it's the guy that doesn't have holes that comes in handy. <laughs> That's the one they decide to pay off. Yep. The other guy that can read people's minds is, is never does is never never talked to again. And he can read people's minds, yet we spend I don't know, 6 minutes of of this movie that could have used more or less time in other parts having them still not believe them. Mm-hmm. Like how how do we know that you're not a spy for Kang? And they're like, um, well, we're from up there. What do you mean up there? Um, 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 big what's, people, what's Bill. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like we do that. Which I know you're trying to have the comedy aspect, which is so important to the Ant Man franchise. Oh, it's integral, but it's not funny. And he can <laughs> read your mind. Just have the guy read your mind and say. Oh, they're telling the truth, which we eventually get to, but it's after five minutes of back and forth. Mm. It's just, it is a little exhausting, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. But, um, but it is fun. Like when he, when the guy with no holes, whatever, like you can see them, you can see the writer's room coming up with new, or I guess just the one writer. I don't know. You can see them coming up with like, who's the next funny sidekick character like we have to have one of these we have to have 
we have to have a C3PO type. We have to have the R2D2 type. We have to have all of these little things that, mm-hmm. and it's all fine. Mm-hmm. I like it. I like it here better than I like it in Thor mm-hmm. because they're they're at least trying to balance things here, the comedy and the the drama, but. It's just you can you can see the seams in this movie a lot more than some of the other MCU outings. I thought the uh, the little the little goo guy. The only joke I got out of it that I thought was worth any anything to me was mm-hmm. he says how many how many holes do you have seven right. and Paul Rudd. This must have been his idea. It had to is thinks about <laughs> it in real time. Yes. I can always tell when I think like, why is jail yeah. calling me? I'm like, I think that was him. There's a lot of yeah. that in Ant-Man and the Wasp. Mm-hmm. Well, I wish he, there was more room for it in this. If I'm not mistaken, he wrote, he helped write both of the other movies mm-hmm. and he didn't help write this, which mm-hmm. I think is why the sense of humor is mm-hmm. different. <laughs> <laughs> the sense of humor in this is more of the, Taika Waititi and mm-hmm. uh, I'm assuming Rick and Morty because the writer is a writer from Rick and Morty. It's yeah, it's the I'm funny. Here's the little quip. Yeah, it's that. And you can see the seams of that so much more, in mm-hmm. my opinion, than just just a classic comedy bit mm-hmm. like uh, Paul and uh, the other the other movies mm-hmm. came up with. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah, I did. I laughed. I laughed out loud. I'm just glad they they also let there. they left that in in yeah. the edit. It's like a Chevy Chase. <laughs> yeah, it's something that anyone else doing it other than Paul Rudd, it probably wouldn't be as funny, right? He just has a way of selling that type of thing mm-hmm. better than most, and I love it. I want yeah. more of it. That's what I want more of. I got a question for you: Is Paul sure. Rudd? You know how Tom Hanks right now is America's dad? Yeah. Do you think Paul Rudd will take that over? I feel yeah. like he will become America's dad when A, Hanks finally gets what he deserves for all the Greece stuff. Yeah. Becoming Greek um, so that he yeah. can fondle the little ones. Or until he passes into the great beyond and his yeah. brother Jim takes over Woody forever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Toy Story 10 starring Jim oh, Hanks. Goodness. I and mean, I do have the hat gracious. on, which is either in solidarity or in mm-hmm. protest of Toy Story Five. We don't know yet. We're jury's still out. I'm what? Joey's still out. Joey's no, still I'm, out. No. Yeah, I can't hear. A... No, I can hear you fine. I think you can hear me. So they meet the guy. He does the. He talks in his voice, and we start to slowly piece this together. Right? The guy can read minds. Look at all these creatures. One of them has a laser for a head for some reason. I know I'm supposed to, I know I have to suspend all disbelief for this, for these movies, but mm-hmm. who, why is his head a laser? How does that evolution work? Well, he maybe. Why he are was... some people just like little bandits? They're just little grum grums from star Wars. <laughs> and then there's a guy whose head is a laser. And where does it, he talks from like not from nowhere. He's just like, Hello. why does I'm that fine. work? I'm fine with all that. That stuff's fun. <laughs> to me, that stuff's fun. I I found I found all most of the creature stuff more creative here. And here's what's frustrating though: it's so similar to mm. a 
to some sections of Thor. Ragnarok and Love and Thunder, but mostly oh. Love and Thunder, where there's like funny creatures just to mm-hmm. be funny. It works better here. Mm-hmm. Like when what's his uh when Hank is like, holy shit, that guy looks like broccoli or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Because he's talking funny. about how so, like how in- incredible the place is. Yeah. It's <laughs> it's he's very serious and then just holy <laughs> shit, that guy's head is broccoli. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> there's a sim- there's similar stuff in Thor, but unfortunately Thor came out first mm-hmm. and did it worse. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of in the back of your head where you're like, well, we've basically seen all this, which is just ac- actors that we like walking around a blue screen mm-hmm. and they're adding in visual like creatures that look strange and we're supposed to think that that, that it's funny. And it didn't work there. It works better here. If the re- if the releases were different, I think this movie would have been more well received. And while we're while we're here, and just remember that we do like the movie. Yes, I bet the prescribed film guys are like, we have to kick them off. <laughs> they don't like <laughs> any <know>? movie. <laughs> while when we get to the quantum realm, when they're we're dealing with these little fra- these little fractions of people. I mean, kind of literally, they're so literally. small. They're so small. The buildings walk. <laughs> The your buildings are alive. Yours are dead. So see that stuff works for me. That's fine. That's funny I like, to me. I like when uh, at the. End, I mean, it's not funny, but it's like it's ah. not funny. <laughs> but at the end, you see one of the buildings holding another one of the buildings that's dying. Yeah, I yeah. was sad. Yeah, that's um, and it's funny. Like that's creative. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to me yeah. that's creative. And I just I don't get why his head's a laser. So I don't think I've seen a movie in the past. Uh, probably twenty years where it's Why? as. I just don't like them. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go. Ahead. I, I don't think it's been as obvious to me where like the set of fake rocks ends <laughs> and the green screen begins. Yeah, like okay. it's like the size of the room I'm in. It's like okay, we'll have a couple guys standing on these rocks. It like it doesn't even extend past that. Like yeah. they don't even have CG people behind it. It's just like and past that, it's just like swirls. <laughs> it's so yeah. weird it here's okay well i will Such say for sm- <laughs> i just read today that the the rumor is that marvel put all of the like a lot of the vfx budget that was on this movie over to black panther because that one had a bad <laughs> that one had bad uh vfx the first time around yeah and they're like we can't do this again is my imagining of how that went but so they were struggling to even reach their deadline. And of course, we st- stand in solidarity with the VFX artists. Yes. Of course. They're overworked and underpaid. Of course. <laughs> of course. But um, I think some of it was fine. I, I You see this a lot on yeah. the internet where they take a screenshot and they're like, Really? This is mm-hmm. the type of movie we're making in 2023. And it does look bad, but also a movie is moving. Mm-hmm. The images are moving. You can you're not you can yeah, get away not. with stuff that <laughs> looks bad when the camera is panning left and right and moving all around. If you take a screenshot, yeah, stuff looks bad. And you're looking at the characters. You're not like like usually in those Right. When you're when you're still on something like I'm looking at Kang absolutely destroy right right 
I'm not, not looking, looking at like, well, it looks like his feet aren't actually touching the ground because everything's <laughs> green screen. Yeah. But there was the worst scene, in my opinion, as far as VFX was when the Pym family was walking out in like the desert. Mm-hmm. I think this, I think this is also why they make everything so dark now yeah. because it, it's easier to trick your eye into thinking yeah. it looks real because they walk out into a bright desert and it is truly terrible. <laughs> you, like you can, you can for sure see that like, like none of the lighting matched and you right. do feel bad for the VFX people. Cause mm-hmm. they're like, you are giving us nothing. We can't, they have to match lighting mm-hmm. that wasn't captured on the day mm-hmm. and like add shadows and stuff. All this stuff, it just looks, it looks terrible, but this had me thinking why, and probably this would never actually work. And maybe they had similar thoughts, but we're, we're, we're working in the multiverse. We're working in the quantum realm. What if we just shrunk it down and made it an animated movie? What, why not? Mm. It's it's more it it takes me out of the movie more to see obviously not Paul Rudd standing in the quantum realm mm-hmm. than to just see what if he shrunk he shrinks down so far and it's so strange there that he's a little CGI version of Paul Rudd. Yeah. That's fine. That would be interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It'd be kind of crazy, but wouldn't that I don't know. You you'd have a lot more leeway to do whatever you wanted down there. Yeah. Just, just a thought. Just a thought. I don't know. Because it's getting to the point where every movie has to have all of this stuff. Mm-hmm. But if you don't have the budget or time to do it, it looks bad. And we're all more, everyone's more aware of how good it can look and how bad it looks when you don't do it well. Just well, yeah. don't even paint yourself into that corner. You've just got so much of it to do, too. Yeah. Like, and it is like with the desert stuff, you can tell they're just run, they're just on a set that is so big. Yeah. It's just weird. It's just weird. Yeah. I don't understand. I just don't understand. And some of it, it's like, I feel like it is different because they have so many studios as we've, you know, someone's not doing no someone's not keeping up with the other studios they're not all uniform and yeah. like what they can do yeah because some stuff looks incredible like some stuff looked great i i had no the fact that we can do any of it is crazy <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 like that this is like that you can de- i don't know debate that this stuff looks bad yeah after sitting through a seven part whatever like industrial light magic thing <laughs> right <Where they're> like, <laughs> we had to put an X-wing on a string and make sure that it went the same speed every time and cut it out piece by piece. You know, that's, that's true. We should just be happy, but it looked bad. So we can't be happy. Um, No. And it does look weird sometimes when it's just Paul Rudd's head floating on an animated body. Yeah. Yeah. But there were, I will say, well, I guess it later on there actually a couple of times there are some, I thought some really cool shots of like someone fighting in the foreground and Mm. in the background you see i can't remember what it is now but there was something at the at the end fight i was like hey that's a really great shot it looks really good and i think someone goes under i don't know i can't remember but (laughs) as i was watching i was like hey this ain't all bad that's a great (laughs) shot that looks like it was right out of a comic book and it's telling you 
it's telling you three different parts of uh, of the battle at once, and that's just a good shot. Mm-hmm. So you know, it's not all bad. Okay, well, I guess you liked it. So that was our review of Ant Man. <laughs> so we get to Bill Murray. Bill Murray is bad at acting. I've always hated him. <laughs> did you know good. he was gonna be in this? Yeah, and everyone oh, okay. did. I didn't. No, you should have. I really didn't. When he walked out, I, I mean, no one else in the audience moved a muscle. Yeah, because I was like, there he is. Uh, I he figured was in trailers was... and stuff. Oh yeah, didn't see him. <laughs> figured it was gonna be a one shot thing. I was like, yeah, he's gonna die, and yeah, yeah, he's there to just kind of be a nasty sex fiend. This is mm-hmm. why I think when they split them up, and you know, Bill Murray's wanted to do something in Marvel for some reason. Yeah. Doesn't seem to like uh, acting. No. Doesn't seem to like, but he's like, oh, get me in one of those. Yeah. So they get him know. in this just enough to find out that like Janet's a like dirty, nasty fiend. <laughs> yeah. And uh, then they meet back up. So it's like they split up. They drink the goo. She meets him. And again, this so infuriating. She meets with him and she's like, you tried to help me. Yeah. And like, but now you're against him. But that, that 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 does nothing. No. Why he doesn't even need to exist in this movie. No, because they, they just get were away. like, we got Bill Murray. We have to Yeah. Like it seems like what what can we have him do? And I do part of me is like I, I do want to like sometimes things can just be in movies for the fun of seeing it be in a movie. But then have it be fun. Why is why is Bill yes. Murray so intent on not being funny? And he, it's like <laughs> when he was in the new the Ghostbusters yeah. remake where he's like, I'm going to play a guy that doesn't believe in ghosts. I'm not funny. And then I die. Yeah. Like, what do you why? Yeah. I, he has always been an enigma to me and everyone's infatuation with him. Also an enigma to me. But I do have the bumper sticker mm. that says Bill effing Murray. Yeah. So it's I him guess. in a bow tie. I guess that he mm. wore. He he crashed, other thing. he crashed someone's wedding, and that's, I guess, funny. Um, crashed the wedding, made out with the wife. Yeah, and then like punched Seth Green and like <laughs> hurt a lady or something. So, no, no, he's fu- yeah, he's really funny and cool. <laughs> I think he put Seth Green in a trash can and rolled him that's down right. a hill. Yeah, and then uh, hurt a, 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 at least one woman. Right. And put her in more. another trash can, rolled her yeah, down a hill. So no, but he's cool. No, you guys, but they got him I, in the movie. You guys should keep liking him. Uh, yeah, they got it. They they got him in the movie. Okay, so they get a ship. Uh, By the way, the goo, it also changes their mouth movements. You're you're caught up in the wrong stuff, man. I know this is. I knew that we were not gonna. I knew the laser head guy. You were gonna say no. <laughs> and I knew if I said the goo, but well, it's, it's like c- you can tell what they're comic saying. Book stuff, but that's their mouths fine don't with me. moves and their mouths don't moves in comic books. Well, I know, but so what? I think it. Sh- I think their mouth should still be moving in their original tongue, and it should all be voiceover. <laughs> okay, I know that's harder for them. <laughs> it would just, but the it makes whole no rest sense. of the movie is like that. You drink the goo. Also, you drink the goo once, and you're just good to go. There should have been a moment that would have been fun. Like it starts it, to deplete at yeah, at a like very important mm-hmm. time. And Paul, then they need the guy to come back and give them more goo. 
Yeah. And he's like, you think I just have goo to give all the time or whatever? Yeah. And then he's like, uh, kind of hoping. And he's like, you're right. I do open your mouth. And then he squirts mm-hmm. it in. But wouldn't that be funny? And another moment where Paul Rudd can be funny, where he's talking to someone and then mm-hmm. he just starts, start immediately starts gibberish. Mm-hmm. And they're like, what are you saying? He's like, that's funny. And you're like, what the heck? Because as an audience, you forgot. Yeah. That's like, funny. Yeah. Yeah. One of the hardest times I ever laughed at a movie in theaters was Steve Carell in, uh, I almost said Evan Almighty. Oh, (laughs) in Bruce Almighty when he's yeah in the on the news. Yeah, me and my family all sitting together just laughing our asses off. It's funny. You have Paul Rudd do that. You have Paul Rudd in 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 the what's that movie? Uh, Wanderlust, where he's yeah. Doing the yeah. thing in the mirror. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be similar to that. Mm-hmm. You know that he's funny doing that. Right. Just l- let him. Let him do anyway. that. We should have wrote this movie. Sorry, yeah. we should have righted this movie. Yes, thank you. So we should have had written it. Mm, we should have had written it, yeah. So they drink the goo. Uh, he gets eaten. Uh, they have to go. Michael Douglas says he went on a date. Of course, we know what happened on that date. He did much of what Alf is known for doing. <laughs> <laughs> and it was Made all worth sick. it. <laughs> <laughs> he, okay, so uh, finally, what's her nuts? We're 45 minutes into the movie mm-hmm. at this point, I think. Finally, what's uh, Janet starts to tell them a little bit about what happened. Yep. Right. Yeah. Um, and it, so it turns out Kang and her were friends. Uh, she thought he was a good guy. Also, by the way, they they banged each other. Oh yeah, yeah. You're gonna go with so, Bill Murray, like the yeah. guy's eighty now. Thirty years ago, he's in his fifties. Yeah, he looks about the same as he did then. Mm-hmm. You're not gonna. You got Jonathan, uh, Ma- you have a statuesque golden god dripping yeah, yeah. sweat in front of you. He's like, help me fix my ship. Yeah. yeah I'll help you. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll do a little more than help you. <laughs> I'll get under the hood, check your oil. <laughs> <laughs> so she helped him build his time machine, basically, because mm-hmm. it crashed and it yes. broke. Now, quote. <laughs> yes. She has the ability to repair it. He does not. Yeah, she had to help him hook a hose up to the ball to <laughs> supply some like power juice to it. Yeah. I don't know. She blames there's a lot of people in this movie and they're trying to say something. I think about, you know, blaming yourself for things you could not have foreseen happening. Yes. An interesting idea. Sure. And they're constantly trying to remind each other this is not your fault. You couldn't right. have known. But it is like this guy is is like this insane, powerful. He's mm-hmm. built this empire, but she had to help him get his juice ball glowing again. Yeah, it just doesn't quite add up. But she, okay, so she touches the juice ball once she mm-hmm. has it built, <laughs> rebuilt, yeah. and she sees that he's actually killed multiple universes he's destroyed people's lives and she's mm-hmm. she's like oh, 
I can't let you have this. I can't let you take me home because mm -hmm. if I if you take me home, you're gonna destroy my world. And he's like, I promise, not your world. Mm -hmm. She's like, Hmm, I don't know if I can believe you. Let me sit on you one last time and see. And then, <laughs> and then she makes it big, 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 and it explodes. <laughs> and he's mad. Uh -huh. And then apparently they both also they both just live here for the next thirty years. Yeah. He builds an entire kingdom mm -hmm. and she is secretly living there. Yeah. Why? Mm -mm. I don't know. I, mean, I don't know. I mean, I know he can't leave and she can't leave, but she knows who he is. Go yeah. tell everyone that you've met in the quantum realm and say, we got to get rid of this guy. He's mm -hmm. bad. And then and you they hear seem to They seem to find like Kang's little daft punks. Mm -hmm. They seem to find everyone everyone pretty quickly so yeah. it's like they couldn't have found her and killed her like 30 years ago right you know it's cool and the little daft punks come down from their ship <laughs> and it's like a light saber yeah. rail it's mm -hmm. like a beam of light and they have a little yeah. stick that was that cool, was cool. Mm -hmm. and they're like um they're like, faster better faster stronger yeah that was cool mm -hmm. but yeah i don't know and sh everyone knows her because when when Scott everyone knows Janet. Yeah, everyone knows Janet. Like, you know Janet? Yeah, we know Janet. How do you know Janet? Blah, blah, blah. That mm -hmm. whole thing. So obviously she was working with the Freedom Fighters. We know that Bill Murray was working with the Freedom Fighters. Why wasn't she... Like, a week later when he starts... Like, huh, there's some weird buildings going up over in the west side. Mm -hmm. Do you think... What do you think that's about? Oh yeah, this Kang guy—he's killing people and making an empire. You're like, oh well, we should do something about that now rather than wait thirty years. I don't know; it just doesn't make sense. But anyway, can I? Uh, th this is probably as good of time as ever as to ask this: Did I miss something as to what his motivation is? He said he—I feel like I missed something because I think they made it. I think they're wanting to play it a little vague because. At the end, we have, he tells Scott, if you don't let me off, mm -hmm. if you don't let me out of here. Yeah, if you don't something, get me off. Something way, <laughs> if you don't sit on me right now, <laughs> something way worse is going to happen. Mm -hmm. I'm the only reason, I'm the only thing standing between all of the other Kangs and you, basically, is what he mm -hmm. kind of implies, if not says outright. And then we have the little bit at the end that I found funny, although the voiceover mechanic doesn't work as well because there's not a book anymore. Mm -hmm. He's just doing voiceover. Yeah. Just a little that's the problem. A little pet peeve. But where he's like, wait, did he say if he yeah, for dies, real. everything's bad? And it's funny. Slowly zooms in. Yeah. Yeah. So I think they're making it a little vague, but from what I can glean... Mm -hmm. He was killing other universes created by other Kangs that's that were what, evil. That's kind of what I thought. But then I'm like, so they created them, but are the universes evil? But then he's, because she says something about like, that's what like, I don't know. That's what, uh, I don't know, villains do or something. And he's <laughs> sure. like, that's what conquerors do. And it's just this like wanton need for power. And this is exactly what I told you I didn't want. Landon, I said I'm I like sorry. I like when it's just 
Spider-Man. And it's just a guy in his neighborhood. I know. And then in Ant-Man and the Wasp, it's just, you're on house arrest. Yeah. So it's just a local bad guy. It's a fun little local story. When you try to make... Because then you had Thanos, who was like destroying the universe. And now this is Kang, who has to... They have to keep raising the stakes. Then well, all of a sudden, it's like, uh, actually, this guy's killed trillions of people. It's a, it's something that doesn't even... You can't even actually out. wrap your head around. Like, it's it doesn't huge. make sense to your brain. This right. guy's killed trillions of universes. Like, what is that? What does that mean? I know. Well, that's what it's just too much. It's too much. And it is people like, because I've seen people complain that like the stakes of the stakes of the multiverse are nothing because Mm -hmm. you can always go find another Spider-Man on a different world or whatever. No one's ever dead. But also if you can, if you can lock into the concept that there are other people just like us Mm -hmm. living in a multiverse and they are being killed mm-hmm. by these people. That is bad. Like that's a bad thing that a hero should stop from happening. Right. But it, like you're saying, it is just so hard to like. It doesn't seem real, obviously. So <laughs> we can't fathom it. And how is he doing that? But then it's like he won't kill Scott's daughter. Well, like, that's you would just think you out would, of kindness. But you would think that he made just, a deal. I. But his brain, it's like, I like the, I feel like the Dr. Manhattan thing of him seeing people as nothing. He's yeah. like, I cannot relate to you. Yeah. You think this guy that's killed trillions of people, it's like, oh, out of an act of kindness or like, I'm going to threaten your daughter and not kill her. Yeah. People mean nothing to him. I just don't get it. Well, then it comes to like, because he's like, well, you're lucky that I need you for now or whatever to steal his little thing out of the probability storm or whatever. But it's like, he can't get small. Yeah. But can't you just take his suit and do it yourself or use your special powers that you can just like kill people with a snap of a finger Mm -hmm. and just like suck it out of there. Like, uh, Wingardium Leviosa or something. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Can't you just suck it back? He's got big blue beams that come out of his hands. It's the, and it's the problem with all these uh, these big superpowered villains. You, they have the power that you need them to have at the time, and it just we don't know what it is, so mm-hmm. it's hard for us to care because it's hard for us to to understand why he why would he need Ant Man? Right. He's even said, "I killed I killed so many Avengers, I can't even keep track." Yeah, Thor, the one with the hammer. And it's like, this Ant-Man is going to take down this guy that has destroyed millions of Avengers. Yeah, I don't know. But, okay, so, okay, so, uh, well, Um, (laughs) I don't know where we left off, but. Okay, well, so the ball gets big, right? And now Scott has to go get it for him. Let's go there, right? Oh, okay, sure. We're going to skip Modoc. Okay, Modoc is <laughs> funny. He's giving us all life. <laughs> did you? I mean, I, I found it. I did find it pretty funny for the yeah, most part. It, I've, if you show me anyone, you could show me you with a stretched face and I'd laugh. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's supposed to look silly. That's what's it, funny. They just like, it's just him staring at him and he's smiling back with this stretched face. It's, <laughs> hilarious but it's i like, like that it 
is his villain from the first like it that yeah. is good at least yeah he needed he didn't know what else to do and he f- kind of found a yeah this guy helped him and made Modoc. I don't know. I never understand Modoc. I don't know who made him in the comics. I don't. Well, I was surprised kind of a, they killed a joke. him. Yeah. But that was also the funniest part of the movie because mm-hmm. we do get the moment that felt like a Paul Rudd inclusion also. Yeah. Where, where it's like, at least I'll die in Avenger. And he's like, uh, yeah, I yeah. guess. <laughs> and then. Oh, you were like a brother to me, and he puts his little hand on his face. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I guess we were like brothers or whatever. And then Paul says, well, a lot's happened today or something like that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and we get a wide shot with like the sad music. We take the moment to have a laugh. Uh-huh. That's funny. Yeah. I love that part. Yeah. I'm glad it's in there and his little legs and his, you see his little butt. Yeah. It's yeah, kind of, it, it reminded me of the Hector Hammond, the Peter Scars or Peter Sarsgaard uh, Green Lantern. <laughs> yeah. Where he's just a huge head. And in the comics, all that stuff's always like gross or looks weird. Yeah. But there's no way to do that to an actual person without it being the funniest <laughs> thing I've ever seen. Yeah. That's and why I, I think like they, the... they know that. In yeah. Green Lantern, they play it like serious. I mean, people are like, oh, he looks weird. But yeah. I'm like, he looks. Hilarious. Yeah, it's funny. This, you know, it's funny. Yeah. He's like, oh, you got your little, it's like kind of like a Bjorn. Yeah. So it's funny. That's all great. that stuff works. Mm. So the only thing I didn't really like is like, don't be a dick. Yeah. I don't know. Because it's, Seem, you're it, not it, it wasn't anything. earned. Yeah. It wasn't earned. Because what is there is he knew her as a mm. little girl. And you could almost start to see. Like, oh, maybe this is going to affect him because he's when he's chasing her, like, oh, that's right. They have a connection. He has known her her whole life. But it's just kind of ends up being like a that's where it's like, oh, we can throw a laugh line in, but it's not funny and it doesn't work on a character level. The humor of don't be a dick is the joke. Like, oh, it's it's like. It's just one of those jokes where the I feel like the swear word is the joke. Right. And it's just... Yeah. It doesn't uh-uh. work. <laughs> yeah. So we have a huge battle. Uh, Ant-Man goes into the... Or yeah, before the battle, I guess. Ant-Man goes into the probability storm and sees a bunch of different versions of him. Oh, All the probabilities... By oh, the way, okay. as he goes into the probability storm, yes. right, he, he flies through... <sighs> And all of a sudden, it gets louder and louder, and then quiet, nothing. Yeah. As it gets quiet, the person behind me farted. (laughs) And I think they thought they were safe, because it it happens unexpectedly, and they were farting. (laughs) Completely quiet, and someone farted. So that was kind of my take on it. That's funny. <laughs> That's hey, my take on it. I love that. I like <laughs> I like this scene. I think it was interesting. Mm-hmm. It's at least doing something with we're in a crazy world and all mm. we've seen is like some crazy people with different heads than mm. they should have. This is something that's more interesting to me. Mm-hmm. But um and I like that 
like it, that felt earned where they all start working together because the probability of them all wanting to save Cassie is the same is 100%. Mm-hmm. You get Baskin Robbins. Yeah. Uh, that's funny. Hank in there though. Hank. Hank. <laughs> I do <laughs> well, think they could, for you? <laughs> they could have. So they're all Ant-Man except one. Yeah. I don't know. You'd think maybe. No, I thought about that too. I was like, not one of them is some is not wearing the suit. Other than that one. It could have been interesting to see one that, and you know, maybe they did all this and Mm -hmm. decided to cut it for time and whatever, but you see one that is still a criminal. Mm -hmm. They talk about something interesting for a second, (laughs) you know, or just the sight of it. Yeah. I don't know. There's some, you know, that's the tale of this movie to me that you could always there's something deeper that could have been done that would have made it better in basically every scene. Yeah, there was something weird about... So, and then... I guess... uh, What's-her-nuts? Wasp. She's flying in, right? Hope comes Mm -hmm. flying in. And he's like, Hope, are you real? And she says, yeah, or whatever. And then he's like, so... And then his response is, so let's do this. And I'm just (laughs) like, it's just such a nothing... Well, and like they do- need him to say something in the ADR booth. Yeah. This is the kind of, I'm just, this is where the movie just has that generic flavor of yeah. another Marvel movie. Yeah. Just like, then let, they're just little motivational. Then let's do this. But mm-hmm. I'm like, what is that? She, know, you both know the plan. Right. <laughs> like, you what are you talking know. about? Let's do what? Yeah. Well, cause. So I was pissed. Because maybe she would have known what to do because Janet told her what she did in the first place to make mm-hmm. it big. I guess yeah, maybe they. True. I guess maybe. <laughs> I guess maybe they both just knew. Well, it's big, so we have to shrink it. Yeah. <laughs> I also didn't know why suddenly all of the different the other probabilities just mm-hmm. vanished when she came yeah. in. Yeah. Well, just like, they needed. A, they're like this would be a good scene, and then they all disappear. Yeah, I don't know. But it is weird because you see them all kind of flying off them, mm-hmm. which looks cool. But I'm like, well, eh, you can't think about it too much because no, at stuff. the end of the day, it makes no sense. Yeah. Uh, so, okay. He brings it back to Kang because he has the daughter and mm-hmm. he has to get Cassie back. Um, again, there, this could have, there could have been something more interesting. He wants to be a hero, but he also wants his daughter. I don't know. There, there's something more here, but it all is just very generic, like you're saying. Yep. Uh, they fight. Oh, and then Hank brings an army of ants that were in a different reality seeing a thousand lifetimes okay i had written this down to let me see here my question was uh so he said the ants went through a some sort of time compression or there was some some phrase he used Mm -hmm. but i was like all the ants went through that (laughs) yeah like i don't understand why only that like it was just all this shit was falling in to the quantum realm right so why did the ants, all the ants went through this time compression and none of them did? It's like we, 
they needed something to defeat. That's just one of those things where it's like, oh, this is convenient. That well, and what I'm thinking is that's where you have Hank also go there, mm-hmm. and then because you want to explore Hope and Janet, yeah, you have mom and daughter and dad and daughter, and then Hank comes in as a Deuce ex machina. I was gonna say, yeah, the 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 our hand of God right now is just a bunch of ants. You could have him be like, I've lived a thousand years. Yeah. And he rides in on an ant. Yeah. Dressed as a, crazy a little suit commie. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, yeah. And then we, they're like, what the heck? And then we see a little three minute montage of what happened to him. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You could have done that. Or if you have Louise st- stop by family dinner and he comes down and checks it out, or he he's late to the party and comes down and sees everyone's gone. He gets sucked in, you know, just to throw, <laughs> just to get someone else in the in the fray. You're, ma- you're making me sad now. Wouldn't I wish that be I could funny? see our Ant Man. Wouldn't that be funny? He comes in and then they're like, "What the hell are you doing here?" Yeah. And then he does the same bit that we're all wanting him to do from the first two, mm-hmm. where he retells the story fast, fast. Right, Morrissey talks about Morrissey. There's all the and, greatest hits you could really get out of this guy. Yeah, I saw a thousand lifetimes. There was a weird world where blah blah blah. You know, you could all of the crazy stuff you want to add, but you don't have time. You could quickly do it in a little montage. How does how does time work down there? I, I don't know. Or how does King Doesn't make sense? Does King get he can't get older? Is he? We don't really know about it. I think he's above time because so he Michelle Pfeiffer has she gets very old. gracefully become oh, her own silver fox. She's still my Catwoman, but he's still <laughs> oh easy kitty. <laughs> you know what he does? You know oh, Michael yeah. Douglas. You don't want to be a cat around that Catwoman. Cat he has a freaking heart attack around that. Yeah. Um. But then Kang's still like a you know lead lined. Yeah, sex bees. Yeah, he's the same age. Yeah, he has well, an age, or what's the? He what's says the he, he says you don't. He's above time. Oh, time doesn't exist for him. Time doesn't I th- exist. I think down there either. But she's still got older, right? I th- I don't know. I think it might. I don't know. I don't know. They, they didn't say explain they're outside it. of time, right? Yeah, but I don't know. They didn't really explain. They didn't explain also why when he finds her in uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp, mm-hmm. he lands and it's all weird around him and she gets in and they go home. Right. But then when they come back for this one, he's like, I don't remember any of this. And she's like, <laughs> yeah. because you weren't in this, like you didn't go this deep or something. So I'm like, right. how did she get out of that level to find him? Yeah. All that stuff doesn't <laughs> make boy. sense. And, and doesn't at the end of that, uh, uh, Scott goes into the quantum realm forever, mm-hmm. or we think, right? Yeah, forever, idiot. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what we think at the end, right? You think he's because we don't know. We but don't. He's know. just floating and nothing. Yeah, Landon's brain just <laughs> exploded. But like, but, he goes into the quantum realm, and we don't see any of this stuff either. He's just floating what, and and but nothing. Wouldn't, wouldn't that be interesting if you take all of the family out? Mm-hmm. You zap down just him and Cassie, mm-hmm. and she's like, she has no idea what to do here. And in a turn, a strange turn of events, Ant Man knows exactly what to do here mm-hmm. because he's been here before. 
He's been he was here for five years. Yeah, and he knows about Kang. It's something he's been keeping from the Avengers. I what don't know he, why. Yeah, he would what did have, he do but... for five years that he didn't know about? <laughs> That's what. I, maybe he wasn't. People are probably mad at us because he wasn't in the same quantum realm or whatever the hell. But I don't know. It just that could have been interesting where usually he's like the guy that's trying to keep up with everyone else. But Mm -hmm. he comes down and they're like and she and that would make more sense that he's trying to keep what he knows from Mm -hmm. Cassie because he doesn't. And oh, my God, this is so much better because she's like we have the same setup where she's like there are real you know, there are still things that heroes need to do. Meanwhile, we see that he's like. Yeah, there are other things going on, but he's trying to keep it a secret because mm-hmm. he knows if he tells someone, if he gets the Avengers to go do this, it could ruin it could ruin the world again. He doesn't want that because he just got his life back. You could do something like that and then but they accidentally get back down there and he has to confront Kang again. By the speaking of that, Come on, tell me that's better. I like that, but it brings up another point. Okay. When uh, Janet... I just want validation, Joey. No, it was the best... I think it was. It would be a hit Marvel film, and I think you should submit that to... I don't know. What do you want me to say? Who's the that's guy all. that directed this piece of shit? Peyton? <laughs> Send a script to Peyton. Manning. <laughs> and hey, his brother. Eli. Yeah? Do you like using Verizon? Absolutely. Go go ta- go uh I do already. Hut hike. Okay. Do we what? still like that they do commercials together? Yeah, I think we like them. Okay. To, yeah. So Janet is like you're sending pings to the Nether world, the Undercroft, right? right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so That's rather ominous. <laughs> So they're sending pings to the Undercroft, uh-huh. and she's like, don't do that. But she was keeping this... Stay with me here. Yeah. She's keeping it a seat. Why wouldn't she tell them this is going on so that they know not to do that? Because she's like, I didn't want to tell you about it to protect you. Right. But it's like, if wouldn't you, told you do us- the exact opposite to protect them? Yeah. Like, we can't go back there? Right. Like, do you think Michael Douglas would go... Well, if there's a guy down there that needs to be stopped, I'll go do it. He would right. no, he doesn't he would stay up with his big giant batteries and all that crap. But it's <laughs> yeah. like you need to tell them that's happening so they know it's dangerous. Yeah. I don't so know. So why doesn't I, she tell them? I don't know. I don't get it. That's one of the one of many problems I have with the movie. But so they fight, whatever, the ants come back and save the day. Um a lot of people are mad that Kang was defeated by ants. Mm-hmm. What say you? Uh, are are they mad that he was defeated in general, or that like Ant Man didn't do it? Well, I mean, it's not uh, really defeated by ants, right? They carry no, him away. They carry him away. I mean, it is weird suit. that like I don't know. He, he's killed a bunch of Avengers. He's killed a bunch of Avengers. Millions of Avengers. All of these people that are down there, he's just evaporating. Um, he's evaporating all these people with his hands, but mm-hmm. then when he uses it on 
uh, our heroes, it's mm-hmm. it's just like they're getting punched. Yeah. Like he shoots them with the same blue beam and they just kind of get knocked over. I think we're to assume their suits are I, somehow. I, I get it. <laughs> and I know people are like, you can't. I get, I know, but come on. Yeah. Come on. No, I know. I can't, we can't just let people get away with bad storytelling. <laughs> I agree. So That's the ants I... crowd around him. Darren uh, gets to say, I'm not a dick and explode him shield. Mm-hmm. He gets carried away and ripped apart a little bit. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I'm fine with it. I guess who knows what the ants have been doing for a thousand years. They're big now. Yeah. And also, I, oh, no, you please do it. Well, I was just going to say, I'm fine with it because it is something he's not encountered before. Are Cassie and uh, Scott big at that point? Yeah, I think so. You know when she's like, I'm so hungry. Yeah. And there's the, because there's a part in the last one where he gets, mm-hmm. I mean, he's been, he gets huge a lot, right? Yeah. yeah. Because, of course... Michelle Pfeiffer all. So he's getting big and he gets big and he can't breathe and he needs more air when he's huge on mm-hmm. earth and he faints. And then down here, she's like, I'm so hungry. And it's like, yeah, cause you're huge. So now you need all this extra stuff. Yeah. This is no, yeah. I don't, this is bullshit because, because they are tiny. They are smaller than atoms, right? <laughs> when they get huge down there, they are still smaller than atoms, right? That the the needing to eat more food and stuff, if getting small is like all relative to that, mm-hmm. they probably would never need to eat again down there or whatever. Yeah. I don't like it and just frankly, doesn't shouldn't they be like super fast and like super strong and like all that stuff? That's yeah, because they're just they're they're tiny but a little bigger. Which that could you could use all of that to explain how this ant man beats the most powerful person on earth mm. or in the universe, the multiverse you could, if you just do play by your own rules that you've already established in two other movies. That's a, yeah, that also because bothers he me. He picks him up and crushes him in his hand and like crushes him against a building. And somehow he does something that makes Ant-Man shrink back down in size. Yeah. But then the just... ants carry him away. <laughs> it's yeah. It's all kind of just whatever. It's just so weird because his strength, everything would get, the the size thing just does it's it's all relative to that they're still small they're as tiny as they're tinier than your brain can even imagine so when they get tiny in the suit per, you or bigger in the suit like oh yeah <laughs> well you know I, a lot of people say I have a pea brain but it's one of those things where you know the princess that sleeps on all the mattresses mm-hmm. and she can feel the pea underneath Someday all I, of them she yeah. has a pea brain she has a pea brain Someday I hope to have a pea body. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. Okay, so then we finally get to Ant-Man goes to confront Kang. Mono Imano. Uh-huh. Kang's suit is broken. We see a little shot where his suit doesn't work anymore or something. Because uh they're about to jump through the little Yes. Door. They, get, they make he, a door home. He pushes Cassie. <gasps> Cassie! pushes her through he gets his ass firmly handed to him which i loved it was my favorite part he's like stepping on his head 
it's all all of for all of the stuff that we see around us, all this CGI mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. It's when it's mano y mano. And you <laughs> yeah. see two two meat bags just going at it. Precisely. Fighting for their life with none of their gadgets. Yeah. Okay. And it's great. It's great. I thought and Scott then, was going to get killed. I was scared. Yeah. I was worried cuz especially when he's like I don't have to win. We both just both have to lose. Yeah. You're like, oh, God, he's going (laughs) down. Or he's going to, yeah, sacrifice himself in some way. But uh, no, he just kind of blows up the thing again Mm -hmm. the same way that we already saw it happen before. Yeah. So nothing really new happens. And then for some reason this time it sucks the boy down into it. Yeah. So Kang in. Kang, he he uses a mixture of big and small tokens or something. I don't know what they do. Some are blue and some are red. It's like when you're at Taco Bell and you mix all of the drinks. Yeah. You commit. Uh, well, it we call it a certain type of drink. We can't call it that anymore. Uh-uh. What do we have to call that now? Yeah, I don't know. You're not allowed to call it that anymore. You can't. I think we call it unaliving juice. Yeah. No. So, so he makes it's kind of up. like that. He unalives unalive tokens. Before it made it huge and as big as the city and somehow didn't crush the people that threw the ball. This one sucks him into it and explodes. Don't yeah. ask me any questions <laughs> about it. Okay, so so he gets sucked into it and we think, "Oh my gosh. Mr. Scott is stuck there forever." Yeah. Well, no, cuz Cassie's got like F like the F3 key on her keyboard, <laughs> yeah. his preset to make an opening into the quantum world to his exact coordinates. I don't get that at all because, well, first, because he and hope, oh yeah, hope comes back and saves him. And then we like are reminded that they are dating, I guess, which I couldn't really remember where that was left off in the other movies because they don't interact like people that love each other throughout the whole thing. Right. No, she kisses him at the end of the last one because okay. Michael Douglas is like, Scott, can you please stop fantasizing about my daughter for one second? We're <laughs> all watching you. Always yeah. watching. Right. So they kiss. They kiss. Um, and he gets big. <laughs> <laughs> so she comes back and saves him. And then it does seem like, well, now they're stuck here. Which would have been cool if he actually sacrificed it. I mean, and they, I, they I seem to have to made happen. their peace. I didn't want no. it to happen because I like him on Earth, and I was like, I don't want another movie to end with him in this effing place. Yeah, effing place. So, but of course, the stakes are not are all for naught because she mm-hmm. can just bloop and they yep. go back home. I don't get how or why, but <clears throat> that's where I was like, okay, does time work different? And they were actually there for like a year, and they no. were trying, yeah. Like, Hank and Janet and mm. Cassie have been working hard to try to, but I don't think so. It's kind of like in a video game when you have to go into like a cave or something and it takes you like 45, 50 minutes to get down there. Mm. And then once you get to where you needed to go and you beat, you know, that mm. level, all of a sudden there's kind of just like an opening that's like, mm. look, a way to get back to the, you know, main area. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like that. So you kind of have to work your way there, but then you can just get out quick. Fine. 
But I like, I mean, it was, it should be worth something that he sacrificed knowing that he's not going to get back. Mm-hmm. But it didn't even seem like he was surprised no. that they were <laughs> able to get him home. It's kind of no. like he knew that. Yeah. So it's I like, don't, well, it's you baffling. both don't need to lose then. Like you yeah. knew that. I, I don't, I don't what? get it at all. I don't get it at all. And it does deflate all the stakes that you thought could have been there. Cause yeah, like you said, like, they don't even give a shot of him like oh, a portal or her like try like it's hard for them to do this. Right. <laughs> they just immediately go <laughs> and open because right when it up. closes, she's like, dad. Right. <laughs> right. It they act like it's the big deal that it should be. Right. But then it's just immediately like, oh, no, actually, we can just open that right back up. No, because I'm I'm the smartest person that's ever lived. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so okay so then we get the fake birthday yes er, he he's back on earth for some reason people don't like him as much now i don't really understand that mm-hmm. like or they they don't want him to take pictures with their dogs anymore is that what I i'm don't, getting he sees yeah. a dog and smiles at it and the coffee guy is like oh, no no you're not spider-man you're the other bug guy twelve dollars <laughs> twelve dollars yeah. which is funny that he's like okay $12. Yeah, his, <laughs> his he's a he's a great actor. I love Paul Rudd because he's like he oh, can, twelve dollars. Yeah, <laughs> it's just, just funny because he's nice. Like that he's is something nice. people yeah. do. Yeah, like okay, yeah, 12, like oh, six dollars, <laughs> like whatever it is. But <laughs> but I don't know why. Yeah, no, nothing has changed for anyone on Earth, right? I get. I don't know. Maybe it's just that he's a celebrity and he thinks like, he can it, overcharge him. But why now? Also, I'm pretty sure that guy is from I Think You Should Leave. He is. Yeah. He's a guy that says... He, he must he be friends with Paul Rudd. He admitted. it. He's that guy. <laughs> he must be best friends with Paul Rudd. Yeah, of course. Okay, so... And then they do... I did like this part where we kind of talked about it where he Scott's walking and kind mm. of realizing that he may have just screwed everything up. Oh, this is the one moment in the quantum realm that I did like. Oh, okay, just the, let's go back. The, the one moment. No, about like where everyone's like, like you said, they're dealing with mistakes that they've made and trying to reconcile with that. Mm. The only time that it actually kind of got near where it should have been is when Cassie is like, I'm so sorry. I, this is all my fault. And, Scott is like, "Hey, it's fine. You made a mistake. Mm-hmm. I'm glad. I'm gl- I'm just glad that he didn't really let her off the hook. Like, yes, this is your fault, but we all make mistakes. And my whatever he says, it's something touching that was like, yeah. no, that's nice. But I just I like that. Like, he knows." He knows that you make mistakes, mm-hmm. and that's that's an actual thing that he would have learned from his life. Oh, and but his he didn't make a mistake with her, whatever the hell he says. Oh yeah, yeah. The only thing I didn't be making of a mistake of was <laughs> right. having you. Yeah, but it that part almost got to where the rest of the movie should have been the whole time, mm-hmm. where you almost make at least somewhat of an observation on life (laughs) from a character who has lived a lot of crazy things. Yeah. But 
Okay, so, but yeah, so he realizes that he may have messed everything up and there are more Kangs coming. It do, it kind of makes the whole movie pointless. <sighs> yeah, it's the, it's the Last Jedi thing. Did you think this movie was like Star Wars? I kept reading that, but no. I mean, it it, it looks just, it it looks ahead. like it, right? I guess. Like when he's got his little minions and they're yeah. all lined up, all the Daft Punk guys have their little and they're using yeah. their little DJ sets. But I don't like that's what I think when we left me and the person with I live, she's like it looks like Star Wars. But I don't think it's when they say it's this is like Marvel Star Wars. Are you saying that because there's like aliens in it? I think so. Like there's a (laughs) cantina scene. Yeah. Is that the surface level of like criticism that we're getting now? I'm just wondering if I should subscribe to variety or not. No. Okay. I've seen, I've seen a lot of people point that out. I don't think, I mean, I get why you would say that. Like you said, yeah, there's a cantina scene. They have spaceships. There's a bad guy. There's a bad guy that has an (laughs) army. I guess. To me, that's basically it. That's yeah. To me, you're talking about movies, but like, thematically, I see really no comparison. Like, there's no. no hero's journey. There's no nothing. No, I mean this. The difference is this is not a good movie. Yeah. Uh, okay, so we get the first post credit scene, the Council mm. of Kangs. Which Did that also... excite you at all? No. Mm-hmm. I what? hated um, the f- the the Egyptian Film? Kang. It was uh, like the worst CGI I've ever seen. Yeah, it was very weird. The... Why didn't he just have that like a costume on? <laughs> it's baff. I don't know. Like they didn't. They couldn't make that. Like why? Like his head dress was animated. Yeah, I was don't it not? It. Like it looked all fake. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Because I feel the... like they had him come in. They're like, can you do three different voices? <laughs> and like, we'll just put something like just wear yeah. green suit. Yeah. We'll have you do three different voices. And he's like, um, I can kind of do. Oh, <laughs> like, OK, good. We'll have that one be a snake guy. One of you is Egyptian. We won't get into it. And then there's yeah. other one. Yeah. Well, the comic fans are screaming. When they, they are. See... To me, it means nothing. There's. There's an, a bunch of them, and they're like, we're just getting into the multiverse, which I thought we had been for the past five years of these movies. Yeah. But I guess we're just now breaching it, and I'm kind of like, I'm over that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's like, the... bunch of Kangs or whatever. Why they're the... I don't know what they mean in the universe. And like, why was Thanos what he was? Mm-hmm. And we're just now hearing about this guy. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Well, well. Okay. So, what do you think of this movie? If you can um, rate it out of Ant Hills, I mistakenly saw the Rotten Tomatoes thing beforehand. Mm. I try to not look at these yeah. aggregate sites of. Sure. I typically don't agree with them. Eh, Cabin in the Woods is pretty spot on, but. This has like whatever. Not I saw that had like the lowest rating. It was like 45% or something. Yeah, it's pretty low. I don't think that's warranted. But I feel like six is kind of giving it too much. 
Mm-hmm. 5.5 seems pretty low. That's like an F. Yeah. I don't give it an F. No. Uh, I'll give it a D. No. Yeah. I'd, I like Ant-Man and the Wasp. Yeah. I like the last one. I thought it was great. Yeah, yeah. Walton Goggins. Yeah. As the bad I, guy. I like Ant-Man and Ant-Man and the Wasp. They're fun. This is this just is, a different thing. It is. I give it a 6.5. I was going to give it a 6. Yeah. I like to just finish. a little bit. <laughs> I, yeah. Yeah. Ant-Man and the Wasp might be one of my favorite uh, Marvel films. I just like wow. those. I like yeah. the Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. I like the I like the Ant-Man. Well, and so they talk about the director wanted to because the Ant-Man movies have always been the palate cleanser, mm-hmm. as we've kind of talked about here too, where the big stakes of the Marvel universe, whatever, and then we get the fun little Ant-Man movie in the neighborhood, just kind of running around San Francisco, making things big and making things small. And it's fun and inventive and we love to see it. Yeah. And he didn't want to do that this time. He said, I don't want the palate cleanser. I want the big movie, which is fine. I I get that. Yeah. I I think you're a greedy bastard and you, (laughs) I think this could have worked as, as what it was trying to be. It just needed a little more, a little more time. Mm-hmm. I think it could have been smarter. I think we can, mm-hmm. you can give your audience a little more depth than just, I want my, uh, I want my daughter to be safe. I get that yeah. that's a big part of it, but that's his only, uh, the only motivation through the whole thing is Cassie's over here and now she's over there. I now think she's over here. Right. I also think she's that people were, most people don't like Ant-Man and the Wasp that much because they say that it's pretty much it's pretty much just the same thing again stupid i get it yeah there's like there's like a local guy right yeah but my so my point is if if they did that this time a third time people would react similarly (sighs) i i I guess yeah, we had the weird we had the weird accent girl in the last one. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's disappearing, and yeah, I just think, but that's where where I get to my overall point about the larger MCU. I we've reached a point where not everyone is going to be happy forever. Like mm-hmm. for the from here from here on out, ev- not everyone is going to like it, and you just have to be okay with that. Also, I think they should uh, stop. They should stop marketing the movies as the beginning of the new thing, or mm-hmm. like the the next giant piece of the Marvel story, because it's not. This movie didn't do anything for the Marvel story. Thor didn't. Any of these movies, not none of them have done anything, and that's fine. We don't want it to. You don't have to because we look back now and see all of the pieces come together for Endgame mm-hmm. and Infinity War and you're like, God, why can't they just do that again? But they didn't do that the first time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there was a time in the first 10 years when people were mad and saying that there, there's no, you know, 
they've lost their way and then it all came back together and everyone was happy and it was good. The the problem is people like you aren't watching, aren't watching because there's too much, which I agree with. And I totally understand. And I just don't, I don't like, I don't want people to be mad at me. (laughs) I just don't care about Thor. Sure. And I like Taika Waititi. I've sure. told you, I think what we do in the shadows, it might mm-hmm. be one of my favorite shows of all time. Sure. I like I like what he does, but I'm like, it doesn't make me excited to see the Viking guy that's like, oh, right. hello there. And he's like, <laughs> kind of done. I just, it, I, yeah. I don't, I'm not excited to watch Loki. Yeah. I probably will watch it. I've heard it's good. It's fine. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I just, just, that stuff doesn't. I can't watch all of them. No. I just and I, I do. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I think that I think they should have made more of a point to say, okay, Endgame was the end of that. Mm-hmm. And now we're starting like the comics do. We're starting at number 1 again. Mm-hmm. Everything that happened happened. So if you watch all that, we, there will be stuff for you. Like you will have little nods to what the continuity before but this is a new thing going forward it's a perfect time to jump on if you hadn't seen everything else because there's just this perception that like well i haven't seen 30 of the movies and i have to now but you don't have to Mm -hmm. you didn't have to have seen any of the other movies to understand this no 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 you didn't have to see the disney plus shows to understand Every single one of these movies tells you where the state of the world is at within mm. the first five minutes. I just don't, I don't buy that as a, the issue is not that there's too many and it's too overwhelming. The issue is that, well, I don't think they're marketing it right. And there's too much to keep an eye on uh-huh. for Mr. Feige and because people people were mad about the Marvel machine, the creators don't have a voice. Mm-hmm. So then he gives the creators their voice, and they make some of the worst movies ever made. <laughs> <laughs> and now they're like, "What is Kevin Feige doing? Yeah, the All, train no is off the track. No one He's can like, be okay. happy. I mean, listen to us. We like this movie, and we don't even like this movie." <laughs> I just think it's it's all kind of funny. I but, just don't. Why do they have to keep building towards something? Why why can't they just be a little more isolated? Like you said, nods to stuff, mm-hmm. but like be creative with the with the the villain. There's so much stuff you can take from from comics or from your own brain for <laughs> new villains or like. I would argue that they are doing that because. None of none of these movies have actually built to anything. Are they are is Secret War? Is that the people behind me kept talking about how oh Kang is because they're it's going to be Secret War? I don't think he's involved in that. And I was like, I don't, I didn't read Secret War, so I don't know. Uh, what's going on? Wait, Secret. There's a show. Oh, that's Secret Invasion. Yeah, Secret is this five. They are, but that doesn't matter either. I think we just, I think, yeah, they painted themselves into a corner by having the last, the last bunch mm. uh, come together in such a way. But you have to remember, 
that was like what 20 movies over the course of 10 years mm -hmm. they've now put out like 20 movies over the course of three years <laughs> and they're not they're not getting very far in the overall story mm -hmm. but they didn't before there was like post credit scene that hinted at a larger story for the first eight movies and then we finally got one it's just our perception now looking back is different than what it was and they're they're doing the same thing it's just we we know more now mm -hmm. and we demand more so i don't know also it's interesting because i think it does follow the trend of comics where you start off small and then <laughs> you build and build and build until there's nothing now you're in there's multiple versions of Captain America and multiple versions of Thor and an alligator Loki. And you're like, okay, what are we even doing anymore? Right. So you'll, you'll hit the old reset at the end of this multiverse, whatever the multiversal war era, you'll hit the reset and we'll get back to battles over New York. Right. Because that's what happens in the comics. They get too big for themselves. There's gigantic events that cross over on all of the things, and then they do a reboot. So I'm a little worried about... Uh, okay, so I don't know how... How how does this happen that the guy that wrote this mm -hmm. has only written Rick and Morty? <laughs> He's yeah. written for, like, the Emmys. Yeah. He wrote an episode of Miracle Workers... He's written a bunch of comics, though. But then they and just say, well, then you get to write... The Avengers movies. This, and you get to write <laughs> Avengers, yeah. the Kang Dynasty. Yeah. That's crazy. And I, like, are they worried with the reception for this one? Probably not. People are going to see him no matter what. Uh, they're probably worried. But I think we'll probably see that he's... Someone else is helping him. <laughs> but this is going to build for the next three years yeah somehow yeah throughout that's right. these secret war is an avengers movie so right. yeah because it's going to be 2025 is kang dynasty and then and a then year secret later war. will be secret wars that's right so he will i i imagine he will kang will win it'll it's like infinity war and endgame kang will win the kang dynasty movie and then secret war is like when all the heroes are fighting each other or something so it'll probably be like the earth two two earth two two sixty nine yeah. four twenty captain america is fighting uh anthony mackie mm -hmm. because he wants his universe to win but captain our captain america wants our universe to win so that will be that, and then they'll all realize that they can just team up and defeat Kang. Yes. And then they will hit the big universal red button that resets every timeline. And then we'll get back to just having fun little stories where Spider-Man swings into people's apartments and does go through their panty drawer <laughs> and makes a funny little joke. At that point, I think I'm out. I think three <laughs> more years of this... And then they're going to keep going. Are people going to... I mean, I know there's the Marvel fatigue. And I know people are saying, what are you talking about? Why aren't you talking about Ant-Man <laughs> anymore? Yeah. They're well, just really like betting on like, this is, the, this is Kang. And then you're building up to that huge guy. 
But it just is to the point where you get so big that it's like, how do you scale back down? The comics can do it, and I don't care. That's great. Yeah. But something about the movies doing it where I'm just like, there's just too much. That, the multiverse thing is is everywhere now. With yeah. These. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. I think... I think Feige has said that he is going to start scaling things back as far as quantity of stuff. And I think a lot of it was at the behest of Disney and mm. they just they fired their CEO and brought back Bob Iger. Yeah. Who I think understands stuff more. <laughs> so I think I think we'll start seeing less yeah and yeah. better but I don't know. We'll see. Well, we hope that Bob, Bob, you got two years to find a news. Bob, look, Iger gets it. The only thing he doesn't get to get is how to is how to, I guess, pick a good successor. Because mm-hmm. he picked this guy. Yeah. And everyone's like, this sucks. He's not. He's he's a good Bob Iger, but he's not a good Bobager. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Like a momager is a mom manager. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Bobager, he did not manage the other Bob very well. No. No. So, no. no. <laughs> uh, anything else? Yeah, I think he's also, he's probably a good soccer Bob because he takes the kids to soccer mm. in the, his, you know, the, the minivan. So, sure. he's probably a good soccer Bob. I think that's all I've got to say. All right. Yeah. Well, this has been fun. I like uh, talking about Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantum Mania. Yes. And I liked how many times they all said Quantum Realm at one point. Uh, they're like, you can't go to the Quantum Realm and just expect... And she's like, what do you mean we can't just go to the Quantum Realm? He's like, well, the Quantum Realm... And I was like, this is not how people talk. It's also funny to see how some actors can say things, and I believe them, and others are like Michelle Pfeiffer. <laughs> who's kind of saying some stuff and her eyes are glazed over. Yeah. And phoning like, it in. Yeah. <laughs> it's the Harrison Ford. I mean, it's, it's, you can write this shit, but you can't <laughs> say it. I mean, but I, the thing is Harrison can say it. I was going to say, I always believe him. He doesn't believe in himself. He doesn't believe it, but he, he doesn't believe it. He's like, I'll do it. I'll do I'd it. act for free. It's this press shit that I gotta, I gotta pay me for. (laughs) Get out of my face. So we love Harrison Ford. Uh, Absolutely, that's what basically what big takeaway. The big takeaway should be. It was also Um, my first time seeing the Ant Man or the uh, excuse me, (laughs) the Indiana Jones trailer in theaters. Oh yeah, that was was fun for me. That was fun. God, Uh, that's gonna be good. I can't wait for that review. Now that's gonna be one where we go see it together and do the review right afterward absolutely and we will i'll I'll be excited to probably pick that one apart yep oh yeah but ultimately like it just like this and just like most movies Hmm? um yeah (laughs) anyway okay um hold on let me check my list oh yeah he's got a list i didn't Um, write a list hold on so i said so my list says huh like mother like daughter guy that farted behind me oh there was uh another part where at the end uh something else happens where something is silent i think he gets 
sucked in or someone gets killed. What happens? What happens? Oh, gosh. If something else happens or something gets silent, this is going bad. No. Anyways, no. someone dropped their popcorn all over the place. <laughs> um, then I had a guy who kept gesturing. The Kang people look like Daft Punks. Bad CGI. Uh, screen. Guy's head is a laser, question mark. A <laughs> uh, guy that can read minds does nothing. Drinking mm. goo. What's Kang's motivation? Got into that a little bit. All the ants happen to go through a time compression thing, question mark, question mark, question mark. And then let's do this, quote unquote. Okay, yeah, I hit everything. Do you think we will go back to the quantum realm at some point and get these freedom fighters? That would be awesome. Like there will be... Like Cassie's little frenemy. She's Mm -hmm. like, you brought them here, but you helped us save ourselves. Like when when, uh, one of the other Kangs does eventually come... Mm Mm-hmm. And Fal or Captain America and Bucky or whatever the hell yeah. whoever's whoever's left. I don't even know at this point who is an Avenger. No, but I don't care. They're like, what are we gonna do about this? And they're like, I know we have to talk to Ant Man. They're like, what Ant Man? And then mm-hmm. they go to his little basement and they're like, I know who can help us. And they go get the ants and the the people down there and the guy who can read minds and mm. it all does eventually work out in the end i i want i think we have to see kurt and veb meet because we need to have the two davids have a hello yeah. i am veb he's like hello <laughs> that would be fun that'd be awesome because we know like it's the same guy it's the same all right that's enough bye 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 listening to the prescribed films podcast network home to hundreds of hours of free podcast entertainment the shows on this network all have a common goal providing you with the best discussions about movies and other forms of entertainment media the pfpn hopes to fill your ear holes with audio joy visit our website with links to all the other amazing shows at www.thepfpn.com thanks for listening